Welcome to the Dentistries for Kids podcast. We're Angelina and Cameron, and we love candy. Do you all love candy? We've learned how to enjoy all the candy we want without getting cavities or getting in trouble with our dentist. Want to learn our magic? Join us to discover how to enjoy sweets and have nice, bright, clean, shiny white teeth. Let's go. Welcome back to the Dentistry for Kids podcast. Today, we have an absolutely fantastic guest lined up just for you. Picture this. A young man grew up in southeastern Idaho as the oldest of seven kids, goes on a religious mission to Nicaragua, and learns Spanish, falls in love with Central American culture, and then decides to channel all of that experience into making dental care less intimidating for kids. Dr. Levi, a board-certified pedodontist and the CEO of Sorensen Pediatric Dentistry, and you know what's amazing? When he's not practicing dentistry, he's also the father of four wonderful girls, an avid adventurer, a coin collector, a skier, and yes, even a Lego enthusiast. His vision is to craft an environment that's calming, open, clean, educational, and wait for it, fun for both kids and parents. Dr. Levi's mission is as simple as it is inspiring, to build personal relationships in a fun and caring environment to improve dental health. So let's not keep this amazing doctor waiting any longer. Dr. Levi, welcome to the show. Can you walk us through how your childhood and being the oldest of seven siblings influenced your career in kids' dentistry? Yeah, thank you, Angelina. So yes, so I was the oldest, uh, which means growing up, I got to take care of a bunch of my siblings as they were growing up. Um, I got to play with them and and spend time with them. And I got to learn how to um, work with kids, you know, get get kids to do things they don't want to do. You know, my I remember my brother didn't want to put on his clothes, you know, so I'd have to learn how, okay, how do I get a little kid to put on his clothes when he doesn't want to, mm-hmm. you know? So I think those were good experiences to know how to work with kids. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause you know, kids are scared coming to the dentist. And so that's why we work hard to make sure that they have a good experience. Oh, I see. So I guess I'm just curious, how do you make dental care fun and less scary for kids and your own kids? Uh-huh. So I think the, fir- the first thing we do, because I, I feel like kids are scared sometimes because they feel it from their parents. Mm-hmm. So what we do is we always, you know, we talk to the parents ahead of time to make sure that they can feel comfortable and they start off with having a good experience. And then that kind of goes to the kids as well. Mm-hmm. And the other thing that we do is we, um, you know, we, we've made a, an office that doesn't look like a dental office. It, it looks, we, we have a Lego theme. Mm-hmm. And so I think that helps the kids just to feel more comfortable mm-hmm. um, and, and not as scared when they, when they come in. Oh, that's great. Yeah, I need to see your office sometime. I know you served a mission in, I believe it's called Nicaragua. Uh, where yep, you, Nicaragua. Uh-huh. <laughs> where you learned Spanish and immerse yourself in the culture. So I'm just wondering, how did your experience impact your approach to dentistry and patient care? Uh-huh. So in it was interesting. So in Nicaragua, it was the first time I met people that didn't really have access to dental care. Mm-hmm. So I remember I, meeting a man who showed me how he had pulled out his own tooth. And he was, he said he was up in the mountains and he had an abscess mm-hmm. and he was in excruciating pain. And so 
the only thing he could do was he had a hammer and a nail. So he put the nail in the fire to like heat it up. And then he hit his tooth to like knock it out. And he passed out and woke up like an hour later and his tooth was like broken. And so, you know, to me that, that was the first time I really realized the importance of dentistry. You know, we just take it for granted because we have it, but we don't realize what life would be if we didn't have it. Oh my gosh, I didn't even know that could happen. Mm -hmm. Oh, did you treat him after that or was it just like? Well, so that was before I was a dentist. Uh-huh. Uh, oh, okay. So it was just the story. He just told me the story of his tooth. So, <laughs> uh, so today we're going to be talking a lot about milk bottle carries. Can you explain okay. what that is and why it's a concern for infants and toddlers and what's the science between it? Uh-huh. Yeah. So what happens is that milk itself doesn't cause cavities, but what happens when milk is in your mouth is you have enzymes that start to break it down into sugar. And if that milk sits in your mouth for too long, it breaks down into sugar and then can cause cavities. And so that's why we recommend, um, the, you know, after the kids um, brush their teeth at night, that they don't have any more milk to drink. Um, something else to go with that as well. So the same thing goes for breast milk. Breast milk by itself doesn't cause cavities. But what happens when they start getting a little older uh, and start having carbohydrates, then the breast milk combined with carbohydrates can all of a sudden cause cavities and, and actually cause a lot of cavities. So that's why they recommend as the child gets older, so you know between 12 months and 18 months, that they only have milk during meal times, and mm. not like on demand, if that makes sense. Oh, I see. That's very interesting. So I think I was just wondering how early can the milk bottle carry start, and what are some of the early signs that patients can look for? Uh huh. So I've had I've had milk bottle carries in kids under a year old. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so what we, what we notice on, uh, on that, we find on their front teeth, we find white spots or yellow spots on their teeth is kind of what we see in the beginning. And, um, and then that can progress to break down until the teeth actually start to break down. Oh, okay. So this can really just be any age, like it, you're not necessarily immune to it if you're super young and that stuff, right? Right. You know, as far as the um, milk bottle carries, we see those in anywhere from like 10 months old to three or four years old. It's typically the kids that are, you know, using a bottle or being breastfed on demand, which just means whenever they want it. And especially at nighttime when the milk is soaking over the night on the teeth overnight, then um, that will start breaking the teeth down. Mm, I see. So I know you already mentioned this point earlier, but I just want to make it pretty clear to parents. So any type of milk can really cause the uh the problem, right? It's not just like breast milk or a cow's milk, like almond milk can also do it, right? Right, especially there's almond milk that has added sugar, and that will definitely cause cavities. Mm, I see. So would you recommend um, parents to buy milk without added sugars or just uh yeah definitely you, you don't want any added sugar to the milk and then what you want to do is we just recommend the milk during meal times mm, i see 
And I was just going to say, and then after you brush at night, nothing more to eat or drink after that. Mm, I see. Okay, thank you. So I guess like, what other preventative measures can parents take to avoid um, milk bottle carries in their children? So the, the most important thing is coming to the dentist on time. So um, I hear a lot of parents and sometimes even dentists that say, oh, well, kids don't go to the dentist until they're three or five years old. So actually the recommendation is six months from when the first tooth erupts. Oh. So that could be even as early as 10 months old. And we recommend no later than 12 months old. And the reason for that is obviously we want to educate the parents because I think if the parents know, obviously they're going to do what it takes to prevent the cavities. Mm -hmm. And then the other thing that we do, we do our fluoride treatments, which also helps to harden the teeth and, and prevent cavities. I see. So I guess, can you explain what a fluoride treatment is to the parents? Uh -huh. Yeah. So uh, fluoride is, it's a natural um, element. And usually it's found like in, in well water or in spring water, you know, natural water source had those. And what it does is that it, it helps to hold the calcium in your teeth so that your teeth can be resistant to cavities and be stronger. Uh, but what's happened now as we get, you know, in bigger cities, we don't have those natural water sources. And so we lose that fluoride. Sometimes they'll add it back into the, the water system. But at the same time, we all have like filters and water softeners, which take the fluoride out of the water. Mm. And so uh, that's why we recommend the, every time that you come to the dentist that you get that um, topical fluoride treatment. And it just goes on top of the teeth and soaks in uh, through the top of the teeth and helps prevent cavities. That's great. Thank you so much for sharing. So I guess, are there any other treatment options that you do? And what do they exactly look like? Uh -huh, yeah, so what we'll do, you know, obviously, if, um, you know, we, we want to prevent the cavities from getting worse, especially on the little ones where, you know, we don't want to have to extract teeth. And we don't want them to have pain or infection. So if they're very small, we'll do something called silver nitrate, which is liquid that we paint on the teeth that has silver in it. And it helps actually the silver sucks into the cavity, hardens the tooth, hardens the cavity and kills the bacteria. And that can slow down the cavity and until the child gets a little bit older. Oh, that's really interesting. Thank you so yeah. much for sharing. Yeah, so the, uh, you know, the silver nitrate helps to slow down the cavities and can give us some more time. It does, it does stain black. It has a black stain. So sometimes that can be a concern uh, for aesthetics. Mm. Um, the other option is, um, you know, sometimes if they are in pain, sometimes we need to extract the teeth. And then typically, you know, the, the other option to fix the teeth would be general anesthesia. And that typically will do two and older if the kids have cavities, then we can do general anesthesia and then use an anesthesiologist to have the child go to sleep. And then we can fix all the teeth at that time. I see. And there's no, I guess the side risks or side effects are very slim, right? Yeah. So I know this is a misconception with general anesthesia. A lot of parents are afraid of it, but actually it's the safest way to fix kids' teeth. It's the most stable environment to do it. And also it gives them the best experience.
Yeah, that way they're not screaming in pain when you're taking out their teeth. Yeah. <laughs> um. So I guess, are there any other common myths or misconceptions that you would like to address? Yeah. So you know, I I feel like you know, going back to the general anesthesia, I feel like a lot of parents feel like, oh, well, my child's too young for the general anesthesia. Instead of understanding that the general anesthesia is actually for the young kids, that's what it's for. Mm-hmm. And then it's very, very safe. Oh, okay. So they have like a separate treatment for the younger age groups. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. So I guess, are there any foods that are a complete no for children? Mm-hmm. Well, I don't say, I wouldn't say no, but I, what I, I like to call is this for a special occasion. Mm-hmm. So for instance, like candy. You you don't get cavities from eating candy on Halloween, mm-hmm. right? But you get you get cavities if you eat candy every day or every week. Mm-hmm. And so we say save save candy for a special occasion, a birthday party, or a celebration like that. Same thing with soda. We wouldn't we wouldn't recommend drinking soda regularly because that can cause cavities. And then also uh, juice can cause cavities as well. I think that's kind of a misconception. People think, oh, it's natural, as natural sugars, but the natural sugars can cause cavities just the same as, as any other sugar. So at the end of the day, sugar, sugar, so they'll both do the same thing? Is that what you're saying? Yep. And, and the guidelines actually recommend, what they recommend for juice is no more than half a cup of juice a day. Oh, I see. Is there any juice in particular that's better or are they just all the same? They're, they're pretty much all the same at the end of the day. Yeah. And that's for what that recommendation for half a cup of juice a day is for any child six years or younger. Oh, okay. When they get older than six years, is that recommendation change to a little higher or is it like? Yeah. I mean, we just recommend, you know, obviously you don't want to over drink it, but you can, you can have a little bit more. Oh, okay. I see. Thank you so much. So I guess. I know you mentioned this a little earlier, but I just wanted to retouch on it. So when should parents start thinking about orthodontic evaluations for their children? Mm-hmm. So um, the um, what we recommend, and again, this is the um, importance of going, having your child go to the dentist every six months is because then the dentist, as the child's growing up, is watching that closely. So I would say in most cases, the best time to get braces would be when they have all of their adult teeth, which is around 12 to 13 years old on there. But there are some reasons, um, obviously, as you and your mom know, where the child needs braces earlier, um, you know, when there's underbite or other or crossbite, different things like that. And so uh, the guidelines for orthodontics, I think they recommend uh, for chi- uh, children to to you know get their first consultation somewhere between seven and eight years old, just to check that out and see when you know what the orthodontist recommends. Mm, I see. So by the time by ten years old, should a child keep seeing you, or should they, I guess, like switch to a fancier person or something? Uh huh. So so it depends on the pediatric dentist. So pediatric dentists typically see kids anywhere between one year old and 18 years old. 
some pediatric dentists will, um, you know, they may maybe because their practice or practices are full, or they just like specializing in a certain age. Sometimes they'll only see up to six years old or maybe up to 12 years old. At our office, we like to see our kids for a long term. We like to see them grow up. And so we'll see them anywhere from one year, one year old clear up to 18 years old. Mm, I see. So it just very, it just varies from office to office, basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I see. We're kind of wrapping this up. So I just wanted to give you a few little fun questions. If you could be any dental tool, which one would you be and why? Uh-huh. So I think I would like, to, I think I would be, um, I think I would be the handpiece. <laughs> yeah, just because it's, you know, I love the water spray that comes out of it, vibrates a little bit, and then it just cleans out the cavities. So I think that's what I would be. Oh, that's great. Do you work with the water tools a lot or is it? Yes. Uh huh. Yep, I do. On a regular basis or is it like you get to switch it up every once in a while? Nope, every every day. <laughs> and then I guess for our last and final question, can you share with us your all-time favorite joke that gets the best laughs from your patients? So this is pretty funny. So this is what one of my patients told me. So um, <clears throat> why was Tigger looking in the toilet? Oh, my God. Why? <laughs> He was looking for poo. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> so yeah, yeah, that's pretty funny. But thank you so much for coming on again today. Yeah. It was a pleasure talking to you and getting to learn all about it. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Dentistry for Kids podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, please share with a family member or friend. Make sure to like and subscribe to our channel too. Help us complete our mission to see bright smiles from all around the world. Thank you.